Hugh Hefner, a true American icon, created an empire that was unrivaled. Although some of us bunnies may have gone rogue, it's because of the love and respect that we received from the man behind it all. Because after all, we did learn from the best. Relive the stories from the most prominent celebrity home in history. What happens in the grotto stays in the grotto. From those of us that lived it. The employees that worked it. And the guests who loved it. And... The Mayhem continues. Hey, 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 I'm Brian Alea. And I'm Victoria Fuller. And I'm Jennifer Pershing. And we are Rogue Bunnies Mayhem. And Ooh. we are taking this opportunity to uh, really just inform everyone what we've been up to. Because, ladies, do you know that it's been like just a little over a year? I know. Rogue Bunnies launched officially a year ago, over a year ago now. And uh, yeah, it's been quite a journey, and so many things have happened. So we definitely got to recap what what we've all been through and our experience so far and like where we're headed because there's some exciting stuff on the horizon. There is. And I want to say a big thank you right away at the start, not wait to the end, to Brett. Brett Abbott, dude. Yes. You're amazing, man. You're the one that has kept this thing going and I'm so excited. I mean, Jen and I, obviously we love radio and an opportunity yeah. to do podcast. And when you guys reached out, you can listen into, into many of the shows we talk about how this all came about. I got involved because we're talking about events and I thought it would be in some virtual world, not realizing it was going to be real. <laughs> but yeah, and then I was like, come hey, a long way. <laughs> you know, I mean, no, but that's cool. I didn't realize that we'd actually be creating this podcast and so many have reached out saying, I want to be on, I want to be on, yeah. I want to tell my story. I think that's what's fun. That's the you, best you part. You just go through it. I mean, if people go through our catalog and we're on any platform, right? Yeah. All the platforms, just go to wherever you find your podcast, go there and just scroll through. You'll see all the different people there. And so many are still lined up. I can't, uh, so many of Hef's personal friends, yep. playmates, staff, everyone wants to be able to tell their own story. I think it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty amazing because he created his own inner circle, its own community, I would say. I forget how many people were in and around, you know, because the mansion was so big and there's it kind of housed so many people. But I, what would you say? It's a hundred and something people that were like the main... Like the core. The core people that have right. had there all the time without fail. Yeah. Because some would come on Friday, some would come on Saturday, some would come on Sunday, and some would come all three days. But it was always someone new, but always familiar faces up there. And how many how many people open their house and feed 100 people a night times four nights a week? Like, how many people do that? You know, I agree. You know, I think about that and talk about being hospitable. The man literally fed people throughout the entire week. So when everything went away, I used to think, where are these people eating at now? <laughs> well, my, my boyfriend said the other night, he goes, how many servings of food or how many people do you think have fed over the fullness of time? How many meals do you think went out? Oh, and they were delicious meals. We're not talking like, oh, here's a sandwich. It was like full menu. Ooh, we had a full kitchen staff full of chefs and sous chefs. And I had over works. a thousand meals there personally, definitely, you know, <laughs> over the fullness of time, maybe more than a thousand. I Do you know what my favorite was though? What? After the movie coming out and the finger sandwiches. Uh, oh my God. The peanut butter and jelly on like the raisin bread. Off. That was the kitchen staff. And then it became the butler staff. After a while, you have to cut perfection. those across. Oh my, I, oh my God. I couldn't wait. Oh, 
you couldn't wait for them to come out. I couldn't wait for you people to leave. Right. <laughs> because then we would grab all the ones that were left over and all the butlers and everyone would be in there like, oh, dude, I want the ham and cheese. No, I want the tuna. I well, there probably wasn't many. Like, you, there like was a, the, uh, a tiny sliver of like egg salad on oh. white bread would taste like that. It was heaven. Heaven, yeah. All <laughs> what the about different so breads. Good. Peanut butter and jelly on raisin bread? Yeah. Oh my God, it was the best. I mean, this is crazy. It's, it's simple little finger sandwiches, but they were so good. <sighs> Do you know what my favorite thing Outside was the onion dip with the uh, Ruffles the chips. The and end. I still Guacamole. make this to this day. And it takes me like simple onion dip. And it takes me right back in my memory to the uh. mansion outside at the bar. You know, yeah, uh, I was still down. hired because I would do ja uh, the jazz festival, right? Mm -hmm. And I would take care of the boss and take care of their whole entourage. And then Cooper was now taking his entourage to the jazz festival. And I'm like, what do you want me to make? And that was his main thing, the onion dip. Because he wanted the onion dip. That was the thing. Oh, you and always it, brought and, and it always brought, the... Yeah, we would bring food to the to the jazz festival and we'd pack up all these picnic baskets and stuff. But he was all about the onion dip to where I had done some private events for Coop, you know, and he goes, and what do you want? He goes, you know what I want? And it's the onion dip. I used to keep those packages. And it's it's very simple. Anyone can make it. It's, it's literally like sour cream Laura and scutters. soup mix. Yeah. You can't mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it is what it is. But it takes, but isn't that funny? I think for all of us, I can go through in my mind, if I'm missing my mom or my dad, or I'm missing my childhood, it, there's a certain food you make that yeah. might be so simple, but you're right. like, but this is what I grew up on. Mm -hmm. This takes me back. Or music. Like music or food will like, take you right back in your brain to where you want to remember. It's crazy. Yeah. If you're going through a tough time, what would you want to eat, Jen, to console you? I mean, what? Tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> I think the whole world knows that now. <laughs> I mean, because you could do anything with them. It's like the staple. And then, you know, you're feeling a little like you want some hot sauce on there. You want my my Jeez. favorite was A1 and ranch. Ah. And I would dip and dip, and it was the. Everyone thought I was nuts till my they tried it. My mouth just like salivated just now. I was like, Oh, oh my god, what's <laughs> the best? A one sauce. The How best. about you, Victoria? Take you back to your childhood. Oh uh, well, I'm. I was. Ugh. Well, I like anything in a tortilla. So I was. You know, microwaves. This is going to date me, but microwaves kind of came out when I was little girl. And when we got our f microwave at home, I'd come home after school. I'd put a giant tortilla. I would crack eggs, put cheese on it, slip it in the microwave for two minutes, roll it up, and I, like everything was a burrito for me. I love that. I cannot get enough of burritos. I don't care what if it's in a tortilla, I want it. So <laughs> I, I don't. I never get tired of a burrito. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to piggyback right off of that because I agree with you. I was always busy. I mean, since I was a kid, I've always been into like I got to do something, right? So I was in the drum line back in high school and you don't have a lot of time of when you get off school and this is back for all the kids that are out there listening we didn't get driven to school we actually walked you know right. you know we weren't catered to we took care of ourselves and we'd come home and i remember i'd be <laughs> dashing home because i had to grab a bite get rid of my books get all of that stuff and then get back to school so i'd go to drum practice oh and it would be a tortilla a microwaved hot dog and peanut butter Oh. And it was, it was like the weirdest thing, but I swear to this day, if I feel like I got to run out, it's, it's got everything you want. It's got the meat. It's got the protein. I'm all set. It gives you all the energy and bam, out the door. It's got the chicken lips <laughs> Our faces. And, the, and the cow toes and everything. Oh, um, that's amazing. That. I'm like trying to imagine how that would taste. And I don't know. 
it worked. But if I'm okay. going to make a meal and if I'm missing on my mom, uh, it's the right. it's my mom's New Mexico style enchiladas. Oh god! Um, I, that which matter good. of fact, you know, Another I have my brother coming into town, and I told him, I go, I'm making those for you. We're going to well, do I'm that because Mexican it's different. They're tonight. not rolled <laughs> because she grew up in New Mexico. Everything's stacked. Oh, so okay. it's almost like uh, like lasagna. a casserole, right? Or exactly. Lasagna, yeah. But it's with tortillas and all the stuff you would oh. put into an enchilada, but stacked mm-hmm. with super hot red New Mexico chili. Oh my gosh! Okay, well we got to have a, a cooking night maybe and record it for people because um, this sounds like a lot of fun. Well, we are going to be sharing our lives, and we're trying to let all of you that are listening to know what Rogue Bunnies Mayhem is all about and what the Rogue Bunnies are up to. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. I want to take this opportunity before we go to a break and 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 kill a myth, right? It's a total lie, all right? Because people try to like put a bad light on our boss and on right. Playboy. There are no freaking tunnels. Okay, let's kill that because I've I've seen a lot of back channels and people come up with the conspiracies and I do follow a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, I'm always curious and if something comes true, I'm like, well, then that's no longer a conspiracy. That's a truth. But I'm going to kill this. I have some questions because there are there are no tunnels when people are seeing all the construction that's going on. uh, Again, my sister still works here. She's the last living true Playboy Mansion employee. She runs the, the zoo. The zoo. It's just being new construction, new, they're building like, you know, what is it? Uh, they're bowling alley. Like underground bowling alley areas and, yeah. for like, where, they're underground you know, areas, right. Yeah, well, but that was like the laundry room. Right, Like you're exactly. not going to have a laundry room at, up on the main floor of the exactly. Playboy Mansion. Like they're going to put that stuff, th- there's probably a wine cellar. There's probably There was like, a wine cellar. Well, we did, we did have a, a wine cellar. We did a laundry room. We had a basement cabinets where we kept all of our stuff i mean yes the whole basement was dug up but it didn't go anywhere no there is no freaking yeah. tunnel to jack nicholson's house come on people there is no freaking tunnel all the way to the but getty even playboy it said that happen. on their on their even playboy said that on their website well it's somewhere bullshit. with playboy it's, that there used to be a whole tunnel system on there and it would bullshit. go to uh james Conn's house oh come on it's all this bullshit. stuff right? so you know i'm, <laughs> I'm like, tired of the true. lies because people ask me and i go i know every single freaking inch of that property did it go over to I've the been, mansion next door kimberly's house oh no there's nothing there's to go no to Kim, no, the, to kids, go to the, the house. kids used to jump over the fence in the backyard I know, right? there was a fence no there, no, there was a fence with a gate and you went through the gate and that's all there was yeah everything downstairs stairs had a dead end it, yeah, it if went anybody's going to find tunnels it would have been the boys it's bs yeah. it's total bs <laughs> we're going to take a quick break we are just taking this opportunity to tell you what we're up to we are rogue bunnies mayhem hi it's victoria fuller founder and lead artist of rogue bunnies and more importantly miss january 1996 you should all know the story by now me and my hundred bunny sisters have gone rogue what you need to do is visit roguebunnies.com By purchasing your Rogue Bunnies NFTs, you can be part of our Discord community, which gets you early access to Rogue Bunnies series drops, special promotions, exciting IRL events, our famous poker nights, and so much more. All you have to do is visit roguebunnies.com. That's R-O-G-U-E-B-U-N-N-I-E-S.com. Let's explore the future together. Welcome to the metaverse. So as we're recapping, you know, we just had an amazing year. Thank you, everyone that's been tuning in. Please tell all your friends. We're on every podcast platform you can find. Wherever you listen to your podcast, check out Rogue Bunnies Mayhem. And we're here to bring you the truth. We're not here to fabricate anything. We're not here to, you know, come up with some little lies and sensationalize. We're bringing people on. And like I said, we have a list of everyone saying, I want to tell the truth. 
I want to tell the truth. Or what is it called now? My truth? Well, there's my truth yeah. and then there's the truth because there are facts. Let's talk about the facts with Rogue Bunnies. What, what are you guys up to now? Oh, my gosh. We we are doing we're we're doing so much. Um, well, right now we have, you know currently we have a NFT drop called Ordinals, which is on the Bitcoin blockchain. It's ca- it's called a BTC coin, um, but Ordinals is a newer way of creating an NFT on a Bitcoin. And the great thing about Ordinals is that it's a direct burn onto that. I don't know the, the terminology, but it's directly minted or connected to that token. So that NFT is forever. Whereas a lot of other, and I, I'm sure a lot of people don't really realize this, but a lot of these other NFTs that are connected through a connection. So it's a image that's linked to here that's linked to over here. So if that link disappears, it's not on the blockchain anymore. Oh, whoa. So if it's not backed up and not directly on the blockchain, it it can actually disappear. You could actually lose your NFTs if that connection is well, that's not good for those that are like <laughs> well, wanting to get in the NFT world. Dun, dun, I mean, well, how do you know whether or not you're safe or not? Well, that's one of the things about all these other NFTs is that if it's not, that's the, why people are so excited about ordinals is that artwork is being put on the blockchain forever. So that artwork is going to exist forever. The world falls apart, whatever. Someone pulls up this blockchain, they're going to be able to see this artwork that's been put on there. And so it has what I love about it as an artist is because it's very based in artwork. People that are that collect ordinals and whatnot are less about the utility of what does this NFT do? They're really collecting artwork, collecting the the group that created the the art and um, forming their communities around that artwork basically. And then they they if you purchase an ordinal, you own that artwork. So yeah. so you for own instance, that image. like yeah, our our community member that just got tattooed, he owns an ordinal mm-hmm. which he then used, and he's creating his own skateboard with that t-shirt. And like they can do anything. So you, so you can take that artwork and put they, it on anything if you want to do own a that. whole clothing they, line. They do it's you called own a PFP. It. So they actually yep. own that image, and so they can't use they can they can do whatever they want. He can open a shop and use that as the imagery for a shop or a t-shirt or a clothing line. They just can't use obviously our trademarks rogue bunny and our and our our logo and stuff but anything on that image that's not our ip they can use that um to do anything they want with but the skateboard's really cool it's glow in the dark yeah it glows in the dark it's like super cool he's getting other merchandise created from it so that's one of the benefits to buying an ordinal is that you literally actually own that image going forward. and the biggest benefit for buying one of our ordinals right now is it it is instant vip access Yes. To all the parties, to all the VIP chat channels on Discord, you are a VIP. So for that's, right now, see, you that's, would either, that's a huge plus. It is. With the trading cards, you would either need to buy packs until you find a legendary or epic, or you would need to go on and purchase a Secondary legendary or epic. And, and mm-hmm. people who own them relist them for it's like 1500 to like 50000 to get that wow. access. But an ordinal is $1,000 and you are and automatically a VIP. And you get a gold key. And you get a oh, physical yeah, I got key. My key on me. Yeah, he's got his key. Yeah. I, got it. I still have it on the chain that I bought in Las Vegas. That's cool. That's cool. I think I'm going to keep it on this thing. Yeah, I like I, it. I got number 99. And if those oh, that's didn't right. hear oh, I love in, that. In, in, in another episode. Oh, like Get Smart. Did, yeah, exactly. It was because <laughs> right. of, yeah, Agent yeah, 99. We talked yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah, that was very cool. I remember that conversation. We were still, we were still like, 
early in the cocktail. <laughs> well, we should we should tell people where they could find the ordinals in case they're yes. wondering. Roguebunnies.com ordinals.roguebunnies.com yes but you could all, one. but yes. it's, you could also go to roguebunnies.com <laughs> if can. you can't remember ordinals.roguebunnies.com you can go anywhere from roguebunnies.com yeah. or find us on socials and just click in the bio and, and there's we only make everything 69. so easy to find yeah. there's only 69 pieces in the collection so it's a very small what exclusive a perfect number it's a very nice number we like the number <laughs> and uh, yeah so we've been uh, so we launched we launched a couple weeks ago I think it was the End of October, yeah. Yeah, we were off to a great start. So like several of the people in our community have purchased one. So there's a group of ordinal collectors right now. So that's really cool. And they were already VIPs. That's how special this community is, is they were already VIPs. They didn't need that key, but they just want to be a part of every single thing that we do. Yes. And most of them bought an ordinal too. It's Well, crazy. it's fun though. I mean, yeah, think about it's amazing. Think, you guys have invited me into uh, many of the what are those chats you guys do on Twitter? Oh, the Discord, yeah, the, oh, the those are a blast. Tales. And mm-hmm. the bunny tails, like stuff. I mean, oh my god, that last one. I'm glad that they're not recorded because there were stories told in those those rooms, <laughs> and everyone has to vow that like nothing ever yeah, leaves we, that room. We had to make everyone like sworn to secrecy. Don't repeat these. <laughs> these are for VIPs only. But it went for two and a half hours. Yeah. And it was just one of our rogue bunnies, a former playmate, telling stories you would never hear anywhere else. And that's only something that we do for our VIPs. I think I think my we'll have to have Angela Little on the podcast. Oh yes. She's amazing. Because her AMA was off it was the off chain. the charts and she, she went a little deeper than we normally go, but it was but she her words it that was, she used. That's she's what so she sweet. Said. She yeah. So and she's so sweet. But um, yeah, she had Charlie Sheen kicked out of the mansion, and I would love for her to tell that story again because it was oh. frigging hilarious. So yeah. Well, if you guys want to get involved, be part of Rogue Bunnies. I'm telling you, this is this is a way to get in because it's like what the boss did back in the day when they had the clubs, and then people would get their keys to become VIPs, and then those some would be lucky enough to get to come to the mansion. But you guys are doing it all. It's like everything. Yeah. It's like, hey, well, you're invited to the parties. You're invited to the conversations. Well, you know, you're creating the family and you're going to be building on that family. Yes. And so we are going to be starting to recruit new hopefuls to become potential rogue bunnies. What? So, yes. yes. All right. Well, let's take a quick okay. break. And we're going to discuss that. All right. You are listening to Rogue Bunnies Mayhem. The Rogue Bunnies have had some pretty epic in real life events that I'm sure you've all heard about. Wondering how you can be included in our next one? Become a VIP NFT holder. The main benefit of being a VIP is access to our events and lucky for you, there are multiple ways to become one. Purchase a stunning Rogue Bunnies Founder Drop Ordinal minting now at ordinals.roguebunnies.com or own a legendary or epic trading card. Buy one right off of our marketplace or try your luck with a Series 1 trading card pack. Once you own one of these, get verified in our Discord and claim your status. The VIP perks don't end at in real life events. You'll also have priority access to future drops, gated chat channels with the Rogue Bunnies, VIP only online events, and more. Want more details? Visit roguebunnies.com. Then follow the bunny mask and get ready to go rogue. Welcome to the metaverse! All right, right before we went to break, you were talking about expanding on the family. Yes. Mm -hmm. So Rogue Bunnies is going to expand, and how we're going to do that is 
we are setting up a a submission form for girls, uh, young ladies with ambition and lots going for them, not just a pretty face, not just an influencer in a bikini, but girls that are have a full... Uh, in the are, community, yeah, positive, like social media, personality. active, classy, pretty. And we are going to start taking submissions uh, and we're calling it Cyber Bunnies. So That's cool. Yeah, so we're going to start doing that actually in the next couple of weeks. We're going to get girls' uh, submissions. And once we start gathering those, we are going to have our community, our holders, and the playmates, of course, um, the, the rogue bunnies, start voting on girls that would become contestants in the Rogue Beauties contest. And once the Rogue Beauty contest gets filled up and we start having those events, some of those girls become actual Rogue Bunnies. So that's what we're yeah. going to lead up to. It's going to take probably a mm -hmm. year to get to that first Rogue Bunny. And then we're going to, that's how we're going to create our own legion of original Rogue Bunnies for the project. So we are going to have nonstop for, till the end of time, fresh faces coming in and helping us build uh, the brand and um, creating ambassadors. But think about how fun our parties will get going forward. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, like, yeah we're going to go from 20 bunnies to 50 <laughs> bunnies to 200 bunnies. So I figure, because we are going to have this Halloween party in Vegas, I figure that might be a good oh, event that'd be awesome. to have the first Rogue Bunny be nominated. Right. Um, that would be a good time to so do it. So it would be a Halloween launch party. Yeah, it would be great. And maybe it could be a costume party where everybody has to dress up like some kind of a rogue bunny. Okay. All right. right. Like, right? I want to dress up as Jen. Jen? <laughs> I just just wear skulls and you're good. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a steel panther pan. <laughs> that would be awesome. That or Fla Dave flashing, Matthews. Flashing or no flashing? <laughs> oh, I'll flash. I'm all about the flash. I don't care. I'm not flashing anymore. <laughs> no, I'm being They're used, retired. so it all work. I think that is really cool what you guys are doing, and I'm excited because I know I've talked to a lot of, even some of the cyber girls from Playboy that have said, oh, man, you know, we, we don't get to do anything anymore. I'm like, guys, cruise over to Rogue Bunnies and mm -hmm. see what's going on. There's opportunities there. Yeah. You know, and I still keep in touch with a lot of these girls, and they're still pushing on their careers. Many have gone into acting. Many have gone into be becoming musicians. It, it's really, really cool, you know, and I think there's an opportunity to bring all these girls back into the fold. Well, I think that's what we want for Rogue Bunnies is we want to be this additional option, right? I mean, there's right. OnlyFans, there's there's all the other things, but there isn't an option right now, an aspirational brand to aspire to so much anymore, right? Like Playboy was an aspirational brand. Um, girls aspired to be in Playboy. Girls aspired to be Sports Illustrated swimsuit, um, right. even runway model, whatever. But there isn't right. really a lot of that going on anymore. And I personally, at having a daughter, would love for there to be a new class, which is what Rogue Bunny wants to resent, represent, is this new class of classy and sexy without having to cross the line of nudity and over-sexualizing, because I don't right. think any of that's necessary. And, there's, and, and nothing against any of those women that do any of those things. That's their choice. But it would be nice to have another option for women. Because um, I'm and sure there are a lot of people out there that would like to level up into something like that, but they don't do it because you have to be overly sexy or you have to be nude or you have to 
do these outlandish things on these platforms yeah, and to it's get getting attention. more and more in order to get exactly people, get these uh subscriptions there you have to go mm-hmm. further and further down that rabbit hole if you will of um kind of being explicit and you know once you kind of go to that in that direction it's hard it's kind of hard to reel it back right so right i would love for rogue bunnies to represent this other option for women to aspire to and creating and creating that platform and lily pad like hef did for us uh right. with opportunities being mentored by uh the rogue bunnies the playmates on the project and helping actually guide these women through the gauntlet of the entertainment industry and the pitfalls you know the casting couch everything else you know so. I think that's cool. And and I remember at the beginning when you guys started this project, you said, you know, you wanted to eventually get your own Rogue Bunnies mansion. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I was so stoked to see you finally do the party. I mean, you know, Mansion 2.0 in Vegas was a huge hit. So good. And I try to explain it to people. I go, you know, what was so cool about it? And I think we mentioned it on a couple of shows is that it was 100% pure class. It's so and classy. that was closest that you could have ever gotten to what it would be like to have been in Hef's personal mansion parties. Yeah. Because right. yes, you had the big flashy parties outside the Midsummer Night Dream, the Halloween, and a lot of people from the outside came in, but not for Hef's personal little get-togethers on the weekends. Oh, and, sure. His, you know, or his say like a Casablanca night. Casablanca's And everyone get it all dressed up. That and was and my it, favorite. it was just really cool. And just seeing everyone interact like that, it was really classy and I'm hoping. How's that? How's that coming along? Do you think a mansion's still in the works? Yes, we're definitely going to get a mansion. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> we're building behind the scenes quite a bit. You know, our core team has been putting together marketing and campaigns and this cyber bunnies to help boost our entire project brand, if you will, to get it to the next level. And having that mansion, I think, is going to be an integral part of us creating a hub again. It's really important that we have somewhere to go, somewhere to be. We don't have to rely on renting a venue for a party, which isn't a bad, which is still great. But it would be really nice to have our own where we could control, you know, we could we could rent it out for charity events and do other things, you know, just like Hef did. It kind of ran the mansion. It kind of paid for the mansion to oh, do all these that. extra events. Mm-hmm. And so and it would be really nice for us to always have a home. Someone doesn't have somewhere to go. Vegas is totally accessible. And but also run it like a membership so people right. would have the key, they the key. would be VIP, and they would have access to regular engagement at the Rogue Mansion, whether it be a Sunday afternoon picnic or a movie night or a holiday party or whatever it is that we decided movie to. Movie nights would be cool. Movie nights would be that great. That would be really cool. I mean, Bring I, that back. You know, I think it would be certainly hard for anybody to do Ooh, what Hef did. What about and a movie night so- and showing as a documentary? That would be amazing too. Get hold of Bridget Berman and do the uh, Hugh Hefner uh, Rebel. Oh, that would be so no Playboy great. Rebel activist. But that would be a cool probably way the to best documentary that's ever been done on Hef and most informative as to all the things that he accomplished outside of just the Playboy realm, like out in social. He's done so many things that no one would know unless they took the time to really dig into people forget like researching him yeah you know what that's why i love doing this show ladies with you is because this is exactly what we're doing we're taking from what i i I know that we started and jen and you and i got to do with mansion mayhem back on playboy Mm -hmm. radio is we wanted to show the other layers of hugh hefner that a lot of people didn't know and this was before the documentary came out and then when that documentary came out i go exactly people need to know all this other stuff and now we can continue that because as as people try to come up with all these false uh, stories and images about the man. Well, guess what? We lived it. 
And we want to tell people what he was like. And he was the most gracious gentleman that I've ever got to work for. I mean, I tell people, I go, I wouldn't have worked there for nearly 21 years if yeah. the man was a monster. I mean, everything right. was please and thank you. And he was so gracious. And I'm so close to the family. And I love those boys. Christy, oh, my God, I have such an admiration for her. And and David, and but Bill Marson and Cooper, those kids, I mean, I look at them as like my little nephews. And uh I, right? I love it. But you even think about something as, as you know, everyone is so enthralled with Hollywood. Who was the one who preserved the Hollywood sign so they could Twice. never yeah. build around it or take it down or anything like that? I, I was living up there at the time. I remember yeah, he it helped, happening. He like, helped that, yeah. yeah, he saved the Hollywood, the Hollywood sign. Hollywood sign was so iconic to him that he felt it was his duty to, like, make sure that was preserved. Didn't he do the H? He did the H, right, right, right. Yeah. (laughs) A a bunch of guys got together, and I just saw a story on this, and uh, they were talking about how they each said, hey, we're going to get together, and we're going to do this, and he did the H, and we actually had a piece of the H, old H, when after they did the remodel, they had painted the boss's portrait on it and it was sitting in the great hall and it had some of the air holes, you know, because those those oh, big pieces of right. metal have to have air holes or they'll get knocked down. I, I mean, never you know, knew right. that that was yeah, part of the sign. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. So that was there. I remember I had to help get a little uh, plaque put on there, but it was really cool. Oh. But ladies, all right, well, we're going to wrap up, but we got to do this again. Yes, we definitely we have, have to, to do this and we got to keep everyone informed of what we're up to. How does everyone uh, go and find out about Rogue Bunnies again? Yeah, well, the Rogue Bunnies on at both- the Rogue Bunnies. What? Oh, at the Rogue <laughs> at Bunnies the Rogue at That's Instagram socials, yeah. and yeah. Twitter and Threads. I guess would be right. the same. And, and you can find us on Linktree, Linktree at Gatefold Labs. Yep. So you'll find all of our links there. You can go down the rabbit hole with us yeah there's on, about 12 tree yeah we've, we've and, you can, and you can go to rbmayhemshow.com yes of right. course you know and but please go to your podcast platforms and sign up and tell your friends tell your friends like comment share yep. roguebuddies.com stories <laughs> all right ladies let's get going i'm hungry <laughs> yeah let's go get let's, let's go, go get, get a some bite. food let's go get some tater tots <laughs> you are listening to rogue bunnies mayhem and The The mayhem continues. Hey, Mayhem Familia. Don't forget to click, like, and subscribe. And tell all your friends. Also, visit us at rbmayhemshow.com. That's r-b-m-a-y-h-e-m-show.com. And I want to give a special thanks to Dapper Labs, Flow, Gig Labs, and also Flow Score. And... The Mayhem continues!